Hello and welcome to the Building Digital Community Podcast. My name is Chirag Shah and I'm a first year MBA student at the DeGroote School of Business at McMaster University. And I'll be your host throughout this journey. In a world where we can't meet face to face, building a sense of community can be a challenge, especially when you're starting a new job or in my case, an MBA program and can't meet your peers in person. Building Digital Community is an interview-style podcast where each week I'll talk to one of my new peers and learn a bit more about their story, with the goal of building genuine relationships and building a stronger community in a world where we're all going digital. On this episode of the podcast, we're welcoming Adil Mazwala. Adil is currently a co-op MBA student at the DeGroote School of Business. He attended Ryerson University for his undergrad and graduated with a Bachelor's in Business Administration majoring in entrepreneurship and minoring in marketing. After graduation, he worked for Enterprise Holdings in the operations and management field for two years before taking on his MBA. He first moved to Toronto back in 2013 for his education and is now proud to call it home. His background is from Pakistan and has lived in Dubai for most of his life prior to coming to Canada. His long-term career aspirations are to become an entrepreneur and he's passionate about the design thinking framework. On a lighter note, Adil is an avid traveler, diehard soccer fan, and has a deep love for cars. Welcome to the podcast, Adil, and let's get going. Hey, Adil, how's it going? Good, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. It's a nice early Saturday, well, not too early on a Saturday morning, and the weather's nice. Yeah, it's a good day out. Any plans for the weekend? Uh, well, I'm going out for uh, for a hike in a little bit um, later this afternoon. And then besides that, honestly, just trying to get some work done. How about yeah, yourself? Yeah. Um, same thing. Honestly, like I'm trying to get most of like the stuff done by today. Um, mm-hmm. So I can go out tonight and then like try and relax and do some chores tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. It's so yeah. important trying to take like a break and mm-hmm. it's tough to find that time to do that these days, but you know, yeah. you definitely need that time just to get away from the the stress of the NBA. Of course. Yeah, I agree. Especially yeah. like, I think a hike is a great idea before like the weather gets bad. Oh, for sure. Tried, like sometimes I, I see like beautiful days outside, but I can't even like leave my place. Yeah. yeah. Oh, maybe. definitely. Yeah. It's tough. And yes, but when the winter gets here, it's going to be, even more challenging we're like we're stuck inside for the most part then still trying to like well at least i'll be in class yeah. you'll be on your co-op term at that point but yeah um just like either working or like in class most of the day it's it's going to be tough yeah. but you know we'll get through it yeah we're getting used to it yeah exactly um so the listeners heard just your your quick intro but why don't we start off by you know take a couple minutes introduce yourself um tell us a little bit more about you and your background of course. So um, I've been in Canada for about seven years now, um, born in Pakistan, but like I was raised in Dubai most of my life. Uh, my parents are still back there. Family's all back there. So I moved to Canada back in 2013 for university. I wanted to go abroad and like do something on my own. Um, initially, I guess when I moved here, I didn't love it, you know, because like it was a new place. I was kind of lonely, didn't have too mm-hmm. many friends, but like now I've uh, like, like learned to love the city. Toronto especially I've been in downtown most of my life here uh, but aside from that I did my undergrad at Ryerson in business in the commerce side as well uh, majored in entrepreneurship um, right out of school I started working for enterprise holdings um, it's like one of the largest rental companies in mm-hmm. Canada or in North America I believe um, started in their management trainee program 
climbed their ladder pretty quick. Um, in one and a half year, I was working as an account manager uh, for them. And um, that's when like the whole COVID thing started getting very serious. So we started working from home for, for a little while. And then it's just like the job part was very unstable, which is what mm-hmm. led me towards my towards pursuing this MBA. Yeah, for sure. And it's uh, it's interesting because it's a similar story to me. Like, I think I always wanted to do my MBA, but just timing never seemed right, especially when you're like in a job with a, a pretty good company and you're still growing in your in your career and you feel like you've, you've still got that like upwards direction. And then some something like COVID just happens and it just throws yeah. a, a huge wrench it in the pushed, plans. It, it pushes you, right? Because like I, it's, I, I've also always wanted to do my MBA, but I was like scared of like when to take the right when to take mm-hmm. the move you know especially like um like Canada's expensive and so yeah. like who's gonna pay the bills so what if I like when I quit would but you know so all of those like fears kind of pull you back but like COVID really helped push me for sure yeah for sure so outside of COVID like is the MBA something you know why did you want to pursue an MBA um you mentioned something that you kind of always wanted to do um but what mm-hmm. was it about the MBA that you know uh, so, got you interested so like coming out of my undergrad, like I started working and uh, I there's obviously like certain fields that maybe I wanted to get into, but I was a little, maybe I didn't have the right experience or the right uh, amount of education. So I guess it was always in the back of my head that I'm going to pursue an MBA and that's going to allow me to grow in my career and like give me access to a lot of those opportunities mm-hmm. and like maybe a larger network. Um, another thing I remember um, my dad used to tell me is that... Uh, it was something said in Hindi, but if I translate it, that like, if you turn over a rock, you'll find like kids with bachelors, right? But you gotta, if you wanna, I guess, separate yourself and at least in like the educational side of things, you gotta pursue further education. So mm-hmm. yeah, um, that's uh, that's one of the reasons I wanted to pursue my MBA. And <clears throat> I guess it was also like fate, the way things worked out for me. Uh, because, um, like I said, once COVID hit, my job situation was starting to get stressful. Um, they either wanted me to, I guess, uh, downgrade or uh, leave the company, something like that, right? So that's when I started looking at all the different schools where I could pursue my MBA. And surprisingly, at the time, McMaster was the only school still taking applications for this fall. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to wait till next year. I wanted to like get a move on right away. Right. Yeah. But I was in, in conversation with Rita and she was like, oh, um, international student applications are closed. So at the time I was still on uh, as considered an international student. Right. Uh, my PR application was in process. So she gave me, I believe, first of July as the deadline uh to apply as a local student and I'd like given up all hope right because I, I hadn't received my PR yet and surprisingly call it fate whatever you might call it I received my PR confirmation on the 1st of July literally. oh wow yeah so I emailed her right away and she said because of, of BLM like the protests that were happening yeah. at that time we've extended our applications by three days so you have three days to get it in and I did I got accepted and here I am right wow so, yeah, I guess That's it all awesome. just worked out yeah yeah, getting the PR, especially July 1st, like Canada Day, getting it right there. Exactly. Then. And like literally like the day that I knew as the deadline, right? So it's just, I, it also felt like an inclination, you know, like it, yeah. it may be meant to be, you got to do this. Yeah, definitely. No, I love that. That's that's awesome. Um, so we're about, I guess, two months into this MBA right now. What has been one of the toughest learning curves 
um, in this in this last couple months, and and what's something that you're really excited about over the next few years? Um, so I I guess almost for almost everyone, the toughest learning curve for me has been like studying via Zoom and mm-hmm. uh, just being like in my house constantly. Like I I miss um, being able to. I feel like leaving so back in my undergrad since like I lived pretty close to campus at that time too the way my mindset we used to work was like home is to chill whereas like library and school is to go study so like whenever I'd like need to study for a serious exam or do a serious quiz I'd go to the library or do it at school right because like at at home I'd feel like I'm being lazy wasting time but now everything's everything's indoors everything is at home so getting used to that and getting used to like socializing and talking to everyone uh, via zoom that's that's been challenging and mm-hmm. that's definitely also the thing that i'm most excited about being able to i guess move closer to school attend classes in person i'm also excited and nervous at the same time for like my co-op journey mm-hmm. um uh, first like i'm nervous about landing a co-op you know uh yeah. landing a good co-op uh but it, it's pretty exciting like to be able to try three like different companies and you know learn from them make make connections over there yeah, yeah, there's some yeah, other things. For sure. And I I think that, you know, that they, the learning curve that you mentioned of just those blurred lines between kind of home life and school life, I think that's just, that's one of the things that everyone's kind of trying to manage during COVID is just like, how do I, how do I maintain that balance? So then I guess my yeah. next question is like, what do you, what do you do? I mean, like personally to just kind of maintain that balance and, and make sure that, you know, you get that time to, to recharge and disconnect. Um, so I, I will leave home, right? Like now that like home is my office and my classroom, I've, I've uh, associated it with studying and mm-hmm. going outdoors with uh, relaxation, free time. So I'll, I'll take my car, pick up a friend, maybe go for a long drive, um, go somewhere for shisha. Um, I usually like try and go to the gym like at least four to five times a week. Um, mm-hmm. Finally, because like once COVID hit, at least in in downtown, all the gyms were closed. They finally opened them about a month ago, and last week again, uh, with the restrictions increasing, they've closed them again. So another thing I picked up due to gyms being closed, I guess, uh, all summer is running. Um, mm-hmm. I used to run back in high school. Uh, I was on like the long distance running team, but since like I moved here, I like dropped that, and um, I was just like into more lifting weights and stuff but right. uh co- like COVID's allowed me to I guess pick that up again so I try and do that more often um but now with the weather I guess getting colder and colder I don't know what I'm gonna do so I'm, I'm really hoping like things get better soon yeah yeah me too man I'm hoping uh yeah, yeah we can get back to like going to the gym going in person I think like the the biggest thing that I'm missing from just like the in-person experience it's the small things like just being able to like go grab a coffee with uh someone or like go grab grab a drink after classes or you know Mm -hmm. those those small things that uh that I think we took for granted a bit but it's like makes that whole university kind of experience and I guess I mean uh like you said, we, t- we took them for granted and now we know better, right? So like mm-hmm. maybe once things are better, we're going to like appreciate smaller things in life. Yeah, more, I guess for sure. I think if, if like anything, I think we'll all walk out of this a lot more grateful of just mm-hmm. the, the opportunities we have, the things we have in our lives. And I think for that's sure. been a, a huge reflection for so many of us during this, uh, during this COVID time. Yeah, for sure. 
Yeah. So you mentioned, uh, you mentioned co-op and like trying out different, uh, different industries, different companies throughout your co-op journey. Is there a particular industry that that you're very, I guess, interested in um, one that you're more targeted towards? Um, So I'm honestly, if I'm going to be completely honest, I'm like really not sure um, Mm -hmm. where I want my career to head, which is why like, I'm maybe taking this opportunity to kind of try and figure this out. Um, coming into my MBA, I was looking at into management consulting or project mm-hmm. management. But lately, um, at least over the summer, I've like grown a liking and interest towards finance and equities. So I'm considering that field as well. But overarchingly, like my main aspiration throughout has been to be an entrepreneur mm-hmm. in the long run. Uh, that's actually what I majored in in my undergrad. Not a great major to pick, but <laughs> um, yeah. So I come from a family of entrepreneurs. So that's been my goal. Uh, but to to get there, I feel like I need to work for a little while, uh, build that capital, learn, I guess, from yeah. like different positions and learn from being in the industry of, I guess, the way the industry works. Um, so, yeah, like I'm going to let my experiences in co-op um, try and help me make that decision. Uh, I'm not certain which way I want to head, but I have like a couple fields that like interest me at the moment. Yeah, for sure. So, so you mentioned entrepreneurship. What is it about that that you know gets you excited? I guess the freedom, right? Uh, yeah. I've I've always seen my dad having that freedom. Um, he works maybe harder than certain people would in their jobs, but at the same time, if he if he doesn't feel like going to work one day, he can take that day off. Or if he wants to go on a long vacation, or when he mm-hmm. wants to go on that vacation, he he has that freedom to make that decision. Um, and I guess the ability to work for yourself is very imp- empowering for me. Uh, I I look at it as like um, working like working for someone else I, you can learn a lot from it but at the end of the day once you work for yourself is uh, I when you'll put like 100% off your effort and your energy into into that thing and you're going to treat it like your little baby right so that's what I'm I'm hoping to achieve in like the long term maybe um, start something of my own that like I can be proud of yeah, that's awesome. I always felt like that entrepreneurship route, or I mean, I guess the the larger like startup route is the is the best way to learn. Because um, yeah. you got to do a little bit of everything. Like you're doing marketing, you're doing sales, you're doing um, like HR, you're doing almost everything. Whereas you know, if you're working for a company, you're you're a bit more siloed and you have like a specific task. Whereas you know, the mm-hmm. entrepreneurship route, yeah. you, you got to you either sink or swim. So you you got to do everything. Yeah, but but honestly, it's it's tough and it's scary. Like I've yeah. I've been like coming out of school, like I've had like multiple ideas, mm-hmm. um, and like being in an entrepreneurship major, like I've had to come for like all, all these projects, come up with multiple ideas, do all these business pitches and whatnot. But mm-hmm. going from there to actually like giving birth to like a business or like actually putting your money down towards yeah. something, it's it's a very uh, big decision and scary out. So. Um, and I guess I'm trying to figure out what like inspires me as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess when I have that answer is when I'm going to be an entrepreneur. Yeah, for sure. And that totally makes sense. Like trying to get some more, uh, some more industry experience before you mm-hmm. kind of dive deeper into that and try and find that, that thing that, you know, fuels you and, and gives you that passion yeah. to like branch off and start doing your own thing. So it totally makes sense. Exactly. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to switch the topic to, to leadership now. Um, okay. And is there is there like a leader that you've come across so far in your life that has had a, a big impact on you? Someone you know that 
um, has been really influential. What did you learn from that person? And is there anything that you took from them and applied to your own leadership style? Of course. Um, so I'll, I'll talk about two here. Uh, one, like most people might feel, their dads. Uh, my dad has obviously been a very influential leader in my life, uh, like I mentioned already. Um, he was an entrepreneur. He uh, built a life for a very good life for us, actually, me and my family. Um, and he's very successful and I'm very proud of him. Um, at a very young age, he, he had a stroke. He got paralyzed um, when I was very little. So from there, um, watching him never give up and, you know, working so hard that he was able to create this life has, has inspired me and it motivates and pushes me to keep working hard. Um, and a second leader, maybe... I, I'm not one to, you know, like get like uh, the big famous leaders and like get inspired by them because I like mm -hmm. to get inspired by people around me and from what I see. Uh, but uh, lately I've been listening to Gary Vee a little bit yeah. and some of his quotes and like some of his, uh, I guess, speeches are inspiring because like I like his mentality, right? Like stop complaining, go out there and get what you need to get done, mm -hmm. done, right? Um, and I guess that's the way I like to think of things like everybody has circumstances to deal with and sometimes things are unfortunately harder for other people than some but at the end of the day it's about like your will and your uh, willingness to like just go out there and get it done right and, or like keep pushing or keep trying so that's uh that's I guess a mentality that I see myself like following and uh, I like listening to him for those reasons yeah, for sure. First off, like, thank you for sharing that story about, about your dad. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, definitely very powerful. Um, and I'm a, I'm a huge Gary V, uh, Gary V fan as well. I got a couple of his books, follow him on yeah. all the social media and I love his, uh, his approach as well mm -hmm. of, uh, you know, it doesn't really like, yes, it, it, you know, some people are going through certain things and it's unfortunate. It's important to, to recognize that, but at the same time, you can't let that stop you. Um, you gotta just like push through all, all of that and, and get to where you need to go. So that, uh, yeah. that work ethic, that grind, I think those are two things that he, he definitely preaches, which I, I love and definitely resonate with. Yeah, for sure. Is there a, is there a piece of advice that you've gotten over the course of your life that you've, uh, found really valuable? You know, I think we often get that one thing that we, that just really sticks with us um throughout the year so do you have uh like a key insight or key piece of advice that you've received i guess um i i wouldn't say use it as an advice but mm -hmm. or, or call it an advice but i would say something that i've been taught uh or like it has been part of my upbringing is just to be uh kind and um kind to everyone and treat everyone equally um like if someone's uh less fortunate than you or more fortunate than you right you shouldn't like look at somebody say for example who's rich and be like oh wow you know maybe i should be nice to him versus mm -hmm. somebody who's like uh not as wealthy and be like okay maybe i can't you know so treat everyone equally and uh be uh, be uh i guess thank thankful for what you have and uh be giving right uh, not everybody has been as fortunate as you in this world um so maybe try and do some good um, yeah. and try and treat everybody equally. Yeah, for sure. And goes back to kind of what we were talking about at the beginning is just being grateful for the opportunities yeah. you have and making sure that you use those, uh, those privileges, I guess, to give back. And, and it's so important. A kindness, I think is, is a thing that 
you know, everyone thinks about, but I think it's one of the, the biggest things that often gets lost, especially when, you know, people get really, they dive deeper into like the own, their own personal things. And, you know, everyone gets busy and everyone has like stressful lives. And then I think kindness is one of the things that often gets lost, but I think it's one of the, probably one of the most, if not the most important. Yeah. Awesome. Um, So before we're, that ends, I guess, the quote unquote formal part of of the podcast. Uh, And we're about to head into the random wheel of questions. But before that, um, we're going to flip spots. And uh, if you have any questions for me, now's the time. Mm, Let's see. Uh, If you could travel anywhere right now, where would it be? If I could travel, honestly, during COVID, I'm not picky. Like, let me go anywhere and I'll be happy right now. Um, A few places I'd like to go. I'd love to go to London, uh, England right now. Um, Most of my family lives uh, over there, except for my my parents and my brother who are in Canada. Um, So all like my cousins, my grandmother's over there. So it's been a while since I've uh, been able to see them. And obviously with COVID, like don't have the opportunity um, so I'd love to go there just to kind of see everyone again. Got you. Yeah, I'm, I miss I miss traveling a lot. I was actually in London for New Year's or sorry for Christmas Eve last year, mm-hmm. um, and I think it was only the second time I've ever been to London, but the first time in 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 recent times. So yeah. I can remember the, the beautiful, beautiful place to be. Yeah, I love it. I think I went last in 2017, so it's it's been a few years, um, but yeah. It's a, it's an amazing city. If I had the opportunity to just like take a, take a year contract or, um, you yeah. know, work there for, for a short amount of time, I'd love it. Or like go on an exchange or something. Yeah. It'd be amazing, That's what I was expensive, but amazing. Yeah. Have you, have you considered exchange? Like, do you, do you think you want to do it? Yeah, I would love to do an exchange. Um, just get some more international experience. I feel like now's the time to, to try it out. Um, we'll see kind of what COVID has in store and if that's a, a possibility. Um, but yeah, next year, I think in our, in the first term of our second year is kind of when we have the opportunity to go on exchange. So it's definitely something that I'm, I'm looking towards. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. So, uh, we'll, we'll head into this random wheel. I'll give it a spin and, uh, we'll see what pops up. Here we go. Okay. This is a good one. If, uh, if you won $50 million, you know, right now I'm handing you a check for 50 mil. What are your, uh, what are you going to do with it? Um, I'm going to take 10 million, uh, put it aside for, uh, leisure purposes and I'm going to invest the 40 mil. Um, once I'm done investing, I guess I'm just going to take the 10 mil and travel the world buy buy a Ferrari mm-hmm. for sure. It's been my dream car and just travel. Um, yeah, that like can be like a dream come true kind of thing. Yeah, awesome. What so you, you pick up the Ferrari? What what are give me the top three places on your bucket list to to go to? So when it comes to traveling, for me, um, I like experiencing cultures more than mm-hmm. places because um, like most cities have like you know similar I guess uh touristy spots and whatnot right. but it's really the food and the culture that excites me um three places that I'd pick right now would be Australia because I've never been to that side of the world Australia or New Zealand mm-hmm. um somewhere in Asia so like I've been to a lot of Asian countries but I haven't been to China or Japan and those are the two like biggest like cultural influential places in Asia so one of the two and um 
maybe maybe somewhere in Africa or like or maybe even South Africa because I've I've traveled Europe and and obviously America but uh, mm-hmm. uh, these are the places I haven't been able to go so like, with that kind of money maybe go go spend like a month get to know some people try yeah. their like foods yeah that that's what I definitely do that's awesome. All, all three of those are also on my bucket list. Yeah. Um, Africa, especially like both, uh, my, my parents were both born in Africa. My mom was born in Uganda and my, ba- my dad was born in Tanzania. So I've always wanted to, to go there and just experience, you know, what life was like for them, yeah. uh, for a little bit. So that's, that's awesome. it's definitely on the list of things to do. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, awesome although well thanks man for joining the podcast this has been a lot of fun um before we we wrap up if, if people have questions how can they get in touch with you um social media or maybe even just email me but yep. yeah social media definitely uh, what's what are uh, some of your handles um just my first and last name Adil mm-hmm. Maswala. um you can find linkedin instagram facebook whichever one you prefer awesome Cool, man. Well, thanks again for joining the podcast. It's a nice way to start off a Saturday morning. Uh, and it was nice because we're, we're both in the same learning group, but I feel like this is probably the first time we've had a chance to really actually sit down and, and dive a bit deeper. So this, is, uh, this has been a lot of fun. Well, thank you so much for having me. It was like a pleasure, definitely a pleasure speaking to you this morning. Yeah, definitely. All right. Take care, Aldo. You too, man. Take care. Have a good weekend. You too. Thank you for listening to this episode of the podcast. If you want to get in touch, you can find me on LinkedIn at Chirugsheth, on Twitter at Chirugsheth24, or follow our Instagram page at Building Digital Communities. I'll see you next time. Take care and stay safe.